0: Welcome! You're listening to the Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend, and how are you doing? I usually say, Welcome back to the conversation, but it has been a while since I've been in this conversation. I don't know what happened. Well, I know what happened. Back in September, I I ushered in a, a rewiring, a reinvention of myself, and I've been questioning a lot of things, questioning how I spend my time. I haven't been questioning the podcast, even though it's kind of taken, it's moved down on my list of priorities. Uh, over November and December. Uh, December was extremely busy, a lot more busy than I thought it was going to be. But I thought I would do this episode just to bring you up to date on where I am and where I'm moving forward. First and foremost, I'm still alive. I'm still kicking. Things are going well. Uh, I have been downloading an idea a minute and been trying to nail them down to paper. And it's been really frustrating that I think that I'll remember, but I don't. Because there's another idea and another idea that's coming through. There, there's, I am moving in a new direction in many ways. I'm still going to do the podcast. I am adding new stuff to the Nexus. There'll be uh, an up-leveling of the community there in the Nexus. And uh, th- this is good news. I might as well tell you up front. My signature coaching program, I'm converting into a course. And that will be available in the Nexus. That You know, it's over a $5,000 coaching program that will be available for you to work through on your own in the Nexus. Of course, I'll be in there and be doing trainings along the way. The other thing that's going to be going into the Nexus is an NLP certification program. The NLP Neuro Linguistic Programming Practitioner Program, basically the foundation, the framework, of Neuro Linguistic Program, that will be there in course form as well. And of course, there's the Badass Manifestor program is in the Nexus, as well as the Intuition course, along with another couple dozen videos and trainings and interviews that are available for you to peruse at your leisure. I am revamping the registration page, and there'll be a short period where you can get in at the founder's price and lock in that rate for as long as you're in good standing. Shortly, I'll have an opportunity to sign up on the wait list, and then I'll have the registration page up. And then by the end of February, the investment will double because I'm putting in at least $8,000 worth of value, 8,000 more worth of value inside the Nexus. It'll be about $12,000 worth of courses and materials in there, as well as ongoing trainings and conversations. And so I'm really excited at the value that's there, and it's really designed to give you a platform to expand your conscious awareness and master your life. Also, you might be wondering if you followed me for any length of time, what's going on with subpersonalities? What about the book? How's that going? Now, if you don't know, if you haven't heard, subpersonalities, everyone has sub personas, sub-aspects of their overall personality. Most of us experience that part of me wants to do this, part of me wants to do that. Or you may even have different moods that show up at different times. You may have an anger response that is triggered and comes out of nowhere, or a stress response where you just shut down. These are subpersonalities. they are created at different times in our life and our development, usually in response to trauma or stressful events or other challenging situations, But there are also very positive self-personalities that are there. But the way we know that there's an issue is there's some type of conflict with inner conflict. We're of two minds. Sometimes we're in split decision or we're looking at things from different perspectives. We'll create an intention and part of me wants to go this way and part of me doesn't want to go that way. And so resolving these inner conflicts, integrating these sub-personalities so everyone's on the same team. And you can think of it that way in the context of like a basketball team. Different players have different roles. You have your point guard who's usually shorter, quicker ball handler. You have your center and they're usually the tallest person on the team. You have your power forward and your wing, your wingman and the shooting guard. So every everyone on the team has a different role. And the more, I guess, accomplished a player is at different roles, the more valuable they are for the team. Ideally, you don't want one person uh, running their own agenda during the game. You want everyone to operate cohesively. Now, when you have sub-personalities that don't operate cohesively or together, we experience that as self-sabotage it's usually a misalignment. We're not necessarily aligned or all parts of us, all personas aren't on the same page. We're not all aligned towards the same intention. And so push comes to shove, the part that is responsible for keeping us alive, for surviving, that was developed at an earlier age, typically in response to a trauma. It was developed in order for us to thrive or survive the situation well, that will pull in all the stops. It will shut things down. We'll get distracted. And there's a number of other behaviors that are there when subpersonalities are at play. Now, one of the things that I discovered, and I didn't really realize it to this degree, but it really came out in working with the different individuals. Everyone had at least four to five experiences when they were a child where their younger self in some way was left behind. And what I mean by that is that your memory is frozen in time and you it was never resolved. You never got past it. And what is underneath there is a hurt or a feeling that I'm not good enough or that you need to be a perfectionist. You need to gain the approval of outside people. All these shadow beliefs are born at that younger age. And so... Instead of just subpersonalities, I've also created a process for reparenting. Now, reparenting has been around for a long time, but I've been utilizing processes developed in NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, as well as principles of hypnosis, because I've also discovered that all these subpersonalities are essentially a trance state. The subpersona actually lives in in a separate trance state. So integrating all of these states into a cohesive whole is to your overall benefit of all parts concerned. Now, in addition to working with sub-personalities and rescuing our abandoned child, I've also been thinking about your ideal self or your future self. How would things be if you could be in touch with your future self, your ideal self, now, you probably have heard this in metaphysical circles. People talk about jumping timelines or parallel universes, uh, coming in contact with the best version of yourself, and I am going to do a podcast relatively soon where I talk about probable selves and probable futures, uh, different timelines, and I'm not a big fan of the multiple timelines, but I do believe in probable selves and the energetic manifestations of a multitude of different possibilities. So I'll get into that more in a future episode. So, okay, that was a refresher, or that was an introduction to subpersonalities. A year ago, I got the impetus, the impulse, to download. I just woke up one day and I told my wife, I'm going to write a book on subpersonalities. And I think I'm going to do case studies. And so over the past year... I've done about 25 case studies, which represents about 600 hours of one-on-one sessions working with people integrating their sub-personalities. I'm currently in the process of writing the book. It'll be a workbook kind of format. It'll be both educational and practical. You'll have actual exercises to put yourself through. And I also think I'm going to have an accompanying course, until that's released, I am doing a small group coaching program around integrating subpersonalities, rescuing your inner child, and integrating the wisdom of your future self. That's a combination of one-on-one sessions with me and group sessions and video and audio training. As I announced in November, this is the last time I'm going to do a group coaching situation around subpersonalities It will be available in the book and a course format. And so if you want to work with me one-on-one in that capacity inside the group coaching program, then by all means, send me an email right away, support at danovi.com. So we can have a conversation about you getting involved. What is it going to take? What's it required? And what is the investment now? I guess I should be completely authentic and accurate when I say I will work with people one-on-one around sub-personalities, but it is going to be three times the investment of what I'm asking for this final group program. And then I guess I even should say this, if you're a person that has more resources than that, but have a limited amount of time, we can do some in-person where you actually come here to Fort Worth and I'll work with you one-on-one in a much shorter timeline, And if you're interested in that option, email me at support at com, and we'll have that conversation. The book, the book will come out about uh, probably May, end of April, May, maybe even the first of June. I will be sure to let you know when it is actually coming out. There'll be a big push, a big launch, a a big to-do. I may even do some traveling to promote the book. And so if you want your city on my docket of where I visit, be sure to send me an email at support at com, Or you can go to the yesdaniel.com and use the contact link there. So as I alluded earlier, you know, I set up 2024 to be a year of reinvention. And since I've been in the personal development game for a long time, ever since I was 13, consciously doing personal development. That's been 50 years. And uh, I've reinvented myself several times. I usually hit a plateau. And in fact, just recently, one of my clients mentioned that she often hits a plateau. She makes some advancement, but she hits a, a plateau and kind of stalls. And then she gets this dissatisfaction and impetus to do something more. Well, that's exactly how it works. Then there was my client today from Canada that was talking about how he wants to reach a point where he feels like he's done. He's like it has accomplished. He's got it all done. But in his mind, there's always going to be something to do. Well, uh, after 60 some years, I can tell you there's always stuff to do. If you're living your life Unleashed, then you are always going to have the next vista, the next hill, the next journey, the next trail, the next voyage, the next adventure there's always going to be something more there's got to be you have to keep life interesting because we are always pushing the limits of our current understanding, so all we know is all we know we 're not even aware of what we don't know we don't know it 's off our radar. So there are vistas of exploration. There are all kinds of places to visit and places to go, areas of our mind to uncover. Like I said, I've been doing this a long time. And since I created this intention to reinvent myself, I've been looking at how many different ways can I reimagine my future. That process I'll actually be doing in a podcast coming up called Reinventing Your Future And then the interesting part for me is how can I accomplish all this, a quantum leap, quantum jump, exponential growth, yet work as many hours as I'm currently working or less? I'm not going to work more. How can I work more intelligently? How can I, what things can I release? What things can I let go of and leverage my time, leverage my energy to get even more done? This flies in the face of conventional wisdom. What most people tell you, After all, if you're going to create a quantum leap, an exponential jump in performance, in behavior, in results, that means you got to work more hours, right? There's more things to do, longer to-do list. No, I'm invoking the law of attraction. I'm utilizing the law of attraction. I can't really invoke it because it's always working. So what I'm doing is I'm investing myself in fifth dimensional thinking, creating a future for me to live into. And in that thinking, I'm going to attract the right people to assist me with my vision. It's not about what or how, it's about who. Who can I bring in to assist me in getting the results I want? In fact, even when I first declared that I was reinventing myself, the universe began conspiring on my behalf to bring the people into my life. There's already a half a dozen people that have contacted me, I'm engaged with, in conversation with that I know as part of my future. As we go, I will share what I'm going through. I'm not going to share all the details, I guess. I'm not going to share about everything I'm creating, but I'll share some of it in the thinking behind it, the frameworks that I'm using, the mental approaches, the mindset. I'll share all that with you so you can take and steal what you want and leave the rest. Now, some people have taken offense, more than one person has taken offense. When I say, steal the best and leave the rest, take the best. Take take it as a gift from me, whatever works for you. I'm not attached. You don't even have to give me credit for it. I did recently get a letter from Nicole Down Under, down in Australia. She's a teacher. One of the parents of one of her students sent her a glowing letter about what an amazing teacher in person she is and the interest and caring she gives her children. The phenomenal difference Nicole has made for their child. Chances are all the children in her class. She sent me an email, copied me in on that email and said, The things I've learned through the podcast, your teachings, I've implemented in the classroom. You're indirectly responsible for this letter. I have to tell you that acknowledgement satisfied, affirmed my mission for you on the planet. I want to leave ripples. I want to cause ripples. I want you to take all this information implemented in your life and then cause ripples out in the world. You see, when your life is working, when you're personifying you know who you want to be and living authentically, taking a lot of these practices or ideas on living a better life, thinking better thoughts, being a better person, you implement those in your life and it impacts other people. I'll take some of the credit. I don't need the credit. I'll take some of it. It's nice to hear. Definitely nice to hear. But I need to acknowledge Nicole. She's the one on the front line. She's implementing the ideas. She's the one belly button the belly button with her clients, with her students, making a difference. I admire her. I'm a fan. She's a rock star. Now, I like the idea of knowing that's going on because it gives me fuel. It gives me, um, it affirms why I'm doing the podcast, why I show up, why I talk about all the things I talk about, why I've done 350 episodes and probably do another 350 episodes. I'd be lying if I said it didn't stroke my ego. It did. It made me feel good. It affirmed who I think myself to be, that I'm making a difference. I turned it around. I said, we are making a difference. Her letter showed me that we are making a difference. We're making an impact. And together, we can change the world. But honestly... If I didn't have an ego at all in this, I wouldn't do this. The question about ego, and I've talked about this before, but the question about ego, is your ego using you driving the bus, so to speak, or are you utilizing your ego as the engine to get where you want to go? And I might as well say the the bus metaphor I stole from Meg Lamb. She uses it in conversation with clients and her in her relationship. Whenever there's an issue that comes up, they always ask, who's driving the bus? Is it an inner child? Is it a sub-personality? Is it some other aspect? Is it some unresolved hurt that's speaking at the moment? Like, who's driving the bus? I used to say, who's in the driver's seat? You want to make sure you're in the driver's seat. But it's not quite the same. I like the bus metaphor. So... I'm just going to say, if you have a story about how some of the information you've obtained from me through the podcast, possibly in one of my courses, has impacted your life and vicariously impacted other people in your life, I'd love to hear about that. I read those letters when I'm bundled up in my office with virtually no heat. There's some heat, but I have my jacket on. It's cold here in Texas. I'm not used to the cold. I've acclimated. And we'll talk about acclimation. That's a big process, personal growth. But I've acclimated to the heat. You know, I've come from the north, from Michigan. I used to run around my shorts in November and December. And now, you know, it's 60 degrees out, 55 degrees out. And it's cold and damp and rainy, which makes it even feel colder. But I'm bundled up in my jacket in the house with the heat on. But it's in those moments when I'm all by myself, I get to read these and I know whatever small efforts I do, they're making a difference. Somebody did ask me when I was talking about writing the book on subpersonalities, they asked me, why you? And I said, why not me? You see, if you're called to do something, if you get the idea, then you're empowered to do it. You don't have to wait around for permission. You don't have to wait around for somebody else. Like I said, I've invested 600 hours in case studies. I've done my homework. I've done the research. I actually have been treating and working with subpersonalities, integrating subpersonalities since I was 28. Also when I was explaining subpersonalities somebody said that sounds like internal family systems. I, said, I asked what what is that? They said it deals with different parts, different aspects of your personality. Well, I purposely did not read about IFS until later in my research because I didn't want it to taint my ideas. Now, I admit that I was exposed to psychosynthesis back in the 80s, which is a transpersonal humanistic aspect of psychology. That work is based on Jung and archetypes. So this idea of multiple aspects or multiple dimensions to our personality, that there's many different people alive within us, different aspects, different personas, it's been around for quite a while. And after all my research, I'm happy to say that I'm going to be releasing something unique in the marketplace, unique in the field of learning and self-growth. So my friend, if you've been following the episodes right along and you've noticed that there's been a gap between here and there around some of the episodes, if you're catching up, you just may, this just may be the next one on the list. But if you've been following along, I want you to know that I'm safe and sound, secure. I'm doing okay. I've just, my mind has been really busy and it's been a matter of writing down or identifying what are my priorities and so while it might have looked like there's nothing going on out there over here, I have to tell you, over here, there's been a lot going on. But don't worry, I'm going to share all the things that I've been going through, all the things I've been thinking about, well, most of the things. I don't know if I have the bandwidth to repeat all the things that I've been going through, all the things I've been thinking, but I'll hit the, the high notes. I'll, I'll hit the, the key points. Well, until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel Danovi, urging you to follow your blizz. Live your life from inner signals. Be inner directed as you engage in the epic adventure.